Anecdotes for success. Level up with truth, meaning, trade-offs, perspective. What happens? That's what happens. <laughs> yeah. So this is what happens every week. I I start doing my thing, and and uh, we have Dane Reese on tonight. Uh, ready for the world to see. I mean, this goes to. I don't want to say millions, maybe hundreds. <laughs> I don't know the point we're at, but we have so much fun. And in a selfish way, Dane, Matt and I do this because we just love talking to people. Like, well, I'm sort of jealous. I mean, I, I, I think it's a great idea. Uh, I just can't come up with the, the right context to, to do it, but I love it. It looks like a lot of fun. It is. And, and and it, we've grown and, you know, we don't even realize we hit record. But anyways, we, we have Dane Reese on tonight. Uh, Dane, I'm going to let you start from wherever you want to start and you just talk. And and here's what happens. I ask questions, but Matt beats me to the punch all the time. He's just he's he's got a bigger mouth than me. He, he asks more questions. Uh, start. You can go back to high school. You can go back to how you started your business career like. I don't even know the title of this episode yet. I, I, I have a piece of paper and I just, I figure it out as we go along. Like that's how authentic and just raw this is. We just go for, I don't know, 30, somewhere between 30 and 45 minutes. So I'll stop talking. You, you start, start wherever you want. Yeah. I'll look, I'll look forward to the, to the name of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know what I mean? It goes, goes a long time back. There's a lot of chapters to everything. Um, you can't just say, hey, this is what I'm going to do. And then, you know, in a month's time or a year's time, you have that accomplished. It's, uh, it's a lot of trial by error, you know what I mean? And uh, the best thing that I can say that helped me was I knew what I wanted to do. I like people, you know what I mean? I like to be around people. I like to be part of somebody's celebration, say a, a birthday, a, a wedding engagement, a baby, you know what I mean? Anything that's that's part of their special time that I feel like if I can help boost that, you know, be part of that, that, you know, that's what I get the joy from and stuff. That's what I like about the business. So I always knew I wanted to be part of that. Plus I enjoy sports a lot. So I incorporated sports big time and in, in the business, but, uh, I mean, starting out, I learned from the from the the best around this area. I like to I like to give them credit, man, because you know what I mean. Like, uh, I could have went to school and got some some uh, you know great advice, great knowledge, you know, from professors and business classes and stuff. I know Paul, you you give people a lot of great stuff. I've had your classes in the restaurant um, a couple of times, and they're they're awesome. But I learned, you know, from Danny Sandor, uh, you know, Phil Gush. I learned from the people who have done it. I mean, uh, they were in business for 20, 30 years. They were they when you go out, you hear people speak of them in a manner that, you know, it's like, man, they really look up to that guy. He's doing it right and stuff like that. So I'm going to listen. <laughs> I'm going to pay attention to how this guy is doing it. You know, and then I take a little bit from each person that I've worked for and I've uh, learned to respect their work ethic and the way they treat people and um, their vision and stuff like that. So just take a little bit um, and, and put that into to my creations or whatever you call it. But, uh, you know, starting out wasn't easy. I had I had zero money. 
you know, um, tried the banks. I tried all these things and I, I failed because I had a bad credit score, you know. How, how but, old uh, were you then? 26. Yeah. So I worked in the bar business for, you know, Chuck Clark's and, you know, a bunch of places and stuff like that. And then, uh, and then uh, grew up in Gushes. So <laughs> interesting. So I've, I've, that's what I think is special, actually. Like I, I grew up in a biker bar. I worked at a kind of a college nightclub thing. And then, you know, I, I hung out at the sports places and stuff like that. It just got to meet so many different varieties of people that I could kind of hold a conversation with, you know, with all of them and stuff like that. So my, uh, my first place was on the corner of Oak and Washington. If you don't know where that is, don't go looking for it. <laughs> I but, know uh, where. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, uh, you know, it was, uh, it was one of them old neighborhood bars that people were trying to get out. And, um, I was able to work a, a lease agreement out, you know what I mean? And stuff like that. And, uh, you know, as I'm, as I'm doing that, I was just looking for property, always looking for better location and, and stuff like that, because. <laughs> Dane, let me, let me interrupt you on something. I yeah. want to back up on something you said that I think that's super interesting. You know, one of the, I had this com very conversation today with someone. You said you didn't have any money. The banks weren't giving you any money. I know the feeling. I've been there. Yeah. I was having this conversation with someone today, and, he, and his answer to that was, well, so I can't do it, um, which obviously yeah. isn't what happened with you and isn't what happened with me. So so how did you overcome that? Because I hear that all the time. Well, I can't get the money. You can't. I can't do anything unless I have money. I don't have money. No one will give me any money. I, it, it's dead in the water. I know that's an excuse. Uh, you, I'm sure you think that's an excuse for most people, but like, what'd you do? I'm not gonna lie. It's discouraging when you when you put a, a great business plan, which you think is a great business plan together. You don't owe anybody a penny. You know, you think you got everything lined up, and you go, and then you just hear the banks and we can't help you. Yeah. Um, I've actually had one bank manager come and say, "This is one of the best business plans I've seen, but you know, your credit score doesn't work out to our our uh, you know the way they they come up with their their loans and stuff." So it uh. But you know what? It's uh, like I said, it's what I wanted to do. And when I when I found out my first place was going to be on Oak Street, you know, I go like, oh, okay, well, I can get I can get past the first six months and see if I can make it. But um, can I really make it on Oak Street? You know what I mean? Can I really make money and bring people and make them feel welcome on in the neighborhood that I was in? Um, but, you know, like I said, I know a lot of people from different, different walks of life and stuff like that. And, um, I said, absolutely. I can, there's no way that I won't, I guarantee, you know what I mean? It's like, if this is what you want to do, then this is the, I'll, you know, I, I opened the bar up at 7am. I did the, um, the mopping and all, uh, I bartended the whole day till two in the morning. Then I got up and did it again for a year straight with no employees. You know what I mean? And that's a little extreme, but there was no way I was going to fail. You know what I mean? You have to have that mindset that there is no way I'm going to fail. And if I do fail, how do I get the ball rolling again? Like what, what, what set me down and how do I fix that mistake? You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's great because I think 
the the thing that you're saying there, it's like you got to convince yourself. You've yeah. got to be convinced. Let me say it that way. There's no way I'm going to fail. That means you're working what's that 19 hour days every day so, for a year, so you don't fail. Like most people can't even fathom that. That it's it's not even in their in their radar. Guys like you and I'll put myself in the same category because man, I've I've done some stuff and work work some hours that people don't even understand. Like I I don't even see it any other way. Like I hear that story, I never knew that about you, but it doesn't shock me at all. Not a, in fact, I'd be shocked if you didn't have stories like that. You know, yeah. so I just and and you know I'm I'm sorry to interrupt you, but like you know people mm-hmm. listen to this, they want they want some advice on success and how to how to get to where maybe someone like you, you are, or, or other people who are successful are. And these are the stories. And these are the things that I, I think are worth pointing out. It's like, it wasn't the bank gave me a quarter of a million and I opened the doors and had a great staff and we just took off. It's, it's, it's mm-hmm. never like that. It's no. never, not, not for guys like us. Anyway. No. And, and the failure rate is so high in, in most businesses, you know, in my business, I think the failure rate is 97%. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Uh, but, like I said, man, I, that's what I wanted. I knew what I wanted. I didn't want to try and to do this and to do that, you know, and I'd already, I'd already, uh, so college was an option, you know, I, I did contemplate going to college and stuff like this, but I had a couple of the old timers say, Hey man, you, you know what, you can do this, uh, your work ethic and the way you're paying attention and, and how fast you're learning. I can teach you way more than any professor can. I mean, and, and some might agree, some might disagree, but for me, I was like, that's what I wanted to hear because I want to learn from you because I respect you already. I know you, I've, I've seen what you've done and, I've, and um, I'm going to try to learn from the best, which I thought, you know what I mean, was the best at that time, so. And what was the goal to make make a bunch of money there for the next 50 years or to like grow something? Uh, you know, what were you thinking long-term were you thinking long-term oh absolutely yeah the liquor licenses are are given out for three years back then now now you can get them in different increments one two three or whatever but back then they were three so i said all right i'm gonna make this three years the best three years that i possibly can at at the location and in the meantime i will look around for available property um, I will talk to different owners around town. I'll throw my name out there and say, hey, Dane is looking to come downtown. Um, if you know anybody and if you think you'd like to rent to them, you know, and, 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 you know, it takes a lot. It takes you doing a lot of the right things and somebody to actually, you know, vouch for you. You yeah. know, it, it, I've been lucky enough where, where people have actually, I mean, a lot of my next step success was because somebody creditable said, hey, you won't go wrong with this guy. You know what I mean? He'll he'll do it the right way and he'll work with you and stuff like that. So, yeah, I just kept looking and looking and looking. And, you know, the next step was I found um, the Zamboni area. There used to be the Brass Ring, which is located right in downtown in Elmira. And the little birdie had told me that Elmira might be getting a hockey team. So <laughs> I thought that was a perfect time. <laughs> you nailed that one. <laughs> yeah. It was good timing. Timing's, timing's pretty uh, – you know, important as well. You know, it's it's not everything, but it, it can make or break you in a, in a you know, in a quarter, a year or so. 
Dan, what I've always admired about you is uh, there's a lot of smarter people out in the world than us three. Let's just put that <laughs> out there. Okay. Not about uh, that. My dog's on the porch. I think I might be second right here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but so many people today fall into the paralysis by analysis. Like, listening to your story, I mean, from what I've known about you beforehand, before you got into the bar restaurant business and, and where you are today, you just you just put your boots on the ground and got running and you you made the statement no way i'm gonna fail because no one's gonna outwork you and when you control those two things it's yeah. it's a little yeah. easier i, I don't yeah. mean it's easier in what you're doing but the result's gonna happen yeah the work sucks you know what i mean when you're when you actually look at it like wow did i really you know work th more than three quarters of the day that sucks but you know what even when I went to bed, I was thinking like, what can I do tomorrow for, what can I do for this coming weekend? You know what I mean? You're always thinking of how you can make the place better, you know? So you got to keep moving. You can't stay, you can't be stagnant and, and be and, uh, satisfied with a great week or a great quarter, or, you know, a great season. You can't be satisfied with that. You gotta, you gotta keep up, you know, Steve still always evolved and, um, you know, I always try to be better. You got to have pride. That's the number one thing I think I can say for me is like I take extreme pride in who I hire and who and what I do. And, um, you know, when somebody comes to my place, I don't want them to say, you know, hey, little dungy over here, that that food was inconsistent. You know what I mean? You got to have pride in every single thing. Dave, what are, so, so, you, so you get you get Zambonis and you get moving. You know, you've been, uh, at least from an outside perspective, successful at that point. Are you Are you looking, you know, same thing, I'm going to uh, move in a few more years with this one? Like, what's what's the mindset at this point? You yeah, know, I mean, I, are you investing in anything else? You know, are you looking at other, yeah. other alternatives, real estate, I don't know, anything? Yeah, looking at it all. You know, I'm looking, I'm, uh, I'm already looking for investments, but I'm not eager to invest in them you know what i'm saying i'm looking at stock markets if there's if there's something where i think uh 10 years from now that's going to help me you know i i pack that away and that's you know uh you know uh, um just the income that could build slowly for me and, and maybe help me out in another investment down the road but as far as the business i was in i was always looking to get better always looking to evolve and zambonis when i first got that um Actually, yesteryears was there. Do you guys remember yesteryears? Yep. So it was a split building, and I got the west side, and yesteryears was on the east side. You know, split right down the middle, and um, so I I just it was a bar basically. I the kitchen needed a lot of work, a ton of work. Um, so I wasn't able to get that kitchen up and running. I started with the bar thing, that turned into, you know, uh. You know, it was a struggle. I, I'd be honest with you. Like, you know, when I say refuse to fail, there's been times where I've sat at the bar, you know, bartending, and I would walk people, watch people just walk by going to the hockey game. And after the hockey game, they walk right by me again. I'm like, why aren't they stopping? You know what I mean? And I was like, all right, well, I'm not doing a good enough job here to get their attention. I have to figure something else out. So I just kept, you know, kept banging and kept trying to get the attention of people and, uh, you know, once you get a few people in, there's the best advertisement is word of mouth. You know, it's always it always has been. It always will be. And uh, the word started to spread that 
hey, we like this place. So then that turned into a good run. Yes, years ended up closing one year into my existence there. So again, tried to evolve a little bit more. It's like, man, I could get that. I could tear that wall down and make it all one place. So I did that. Um, I ended up getting both sides and went to um, full bar, you know, like two bars. I had a bar on the west side, a bar on the east side. You know, and that way kind of we had the older people hanging out on the west side and then the the younger people would come in and dance on the on the other side. You know, we had a little DJ and that type of thing at nighttime. But I still wasn't satisfied. That's not what I worked for. That's not what my end goal was, you know. Um, it was making money. And uh, it was popular, you know, and I, I enjoyed every minute of it. But I wanted the food part. You know, I, I love to create food. I love to, um, you know, a lot of people go out to eat. They just don't go out to train. You can't be part of everybody's celebration without food. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I, I was the first one to get the Main Street grant in our area in Shimon County. Um, I was the pilot program for that. Um, it took a long time for mine to go through but once you know we figured out the red tape and all that stuff the other businesses were able to get it a little bit quicker and stuff you know what i mean but um i was fortunate to to get the main street um grant you know with the work of amari downtown and steg and stuff and uh, finally i got a grant where uh you know i had to pay it back and almost half of it but uh i got a grant where man we put a steel beam in the middle to thousand pounds steel beam uh we did new floors and gutted the the walls and everything everything was new and uh we got that kitchen up and running with uh with a really good um game plan and good good work staff and stuff i had the the best people working for me in the beginning without them i might have been just right here but you know they elevated the the experience and they elevated they all elevated the success you know, you know, a lot more than I could by myself, or that's for sure. Or with the average people, they were above average. You know, they were exceptional. So, yeah. Well, and then know, uh, round and third. So before we get to round and third, so when I think of Dan Reese, I mean, hard work. Obviously, you're telling the story. I mean, you, you work as hard as anybody. But if I was to say two statements about you, you never seem to cut corners. And you always deliver on your word. And well, I feel sometimes like sometimes too truthful. Well, well, no. And, and you have, <laughs> I admire, you have a, like, it, it's so admirable, the tight circle you have that, that you run with. Like when, when people help you and deliver value, I mean. Yeah. It, it, hey man, that that's family. family. My friends are family and they always have been. Uh, I believe in treating people the right way. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, I've been burned. I, I had, you guys know, I had the Regal when I, I had the round and third, I bought the Regal, which is the old Ponderosa. Yep. I had both of them going at the same time, which was very, you know, they were both doing very well stuff, but I trusted somebody uh, a little bit too much. And, you know, I put faith in them and tried to work lease out so they could have, cause you know, it's kind of same situation as me. They had a couple young children and they were working their butt off, you know, and, Everybody doesn't get into the business for the same reason. Some people get in there because they want to have the fun and they want to have the notoriety and, you know, and that's not going to get you far. That's going to maybe get you a year and then you're done. (laughs) And that's what happened. I lost all the money I invested in that place. So 
Yeah, not all wins. <laughs> not all wins, that's for sure. No, but I but but I don't think I don't think you'd trade who you are for that. You're you if you get burnt, you get burnt, but you just remember, it's, right? It's a lesson. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and obviously I if you guys don't know, I sold um around a thirty year ago, you know, to family, friends, but you know, family. And uh, you know, we worked a deal out where well, I, I didn't own the building up there, so that kind of every gal, I didn't own that building, so that kind of didn't put me in a great position to begin with. I had to lease that, so I just sold the business. But round the third, I own I own that building. I have owned that building, so I can, you know, if they don't make it, there's options for me down the road. But I'm their biggest fan. I still go down there and help out with uh, whatever I can, um, you know, and. We work together, you know, got the live five coming up and stuff like that. And, you know, Marcy's close enough where he bounces ideas and stuff off me. And, hey, what do you think about this and, and things like that? And, you know, they're working really hard. And it's it's even if it's a turnkey, even if somebody gets into a turnkey business like Round and Third that has been open for about 15 years, Zamboni's seven years prior to that, you know, it's still you, you still can't you still have to. Be consistent. You still have to have good employees. You still have to have that pride in in your work and in and in your product. You know, and they're they took a lot of lessons in the first year, and they're they're doing a great job in the second year. Things are looking perfect. I love it. I I love it. Uh, something about you. Something about Matt. We we talk about it all the time on this podcast. You'll never stop working. Like you're always going to, you're, yeah, and I think, but I think that's liberating to people. Like most people say, oh, I want to make a lot of money, retire and do nothing. I think what's more important is you find meaning in what you do and you don't mind putting in hours and then you just have the the liberty to take a day off or a week off or a month off. But just, I, I know you haven't talked yet about what you're doing since you sold your business, but you're not just sitting at a beach every day or at your I guess house. It's I, I feel bad when I say I, you know what I mean? I, I, I uh, mentioned, uh, you know, everybody that works here coming down the yard. So there goes my dog. <laughs> like um, but man, like I said, man, the, the people that worked for me in the, in the beginning days, I can't name 10 of them because I'll, I'll miss a couple and stuff. But oh no, that's another dog. Okay. Get up here. Come on. Mia. Where'd that dog come from? Okay, um, she'll be fine. She's nice. Get your dog if you have to, Dane. All right, give me a pause, real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Get yeah, your dog. Yeah. Okay, let's go. That. Come on, come on. We don't need oh. a dog accent. Yeah, now, let's go. Come on. Come here now. Let's go. Come on, let's go. Hey, I'll let it out. <laughs> yeah, no. It's, yeah, hey, let's go. Come on. My dog was out running around without a. You know, I'd be like panicked. Dane either texted me or told me something a year ago that I've never forgotten. I'll bring it. I'm going to bring it up later in the podcast. Holy cow. I feel like we shouldn't cut this out. <laughs> I know. It's a good Matt, stuff. Matt, and I, Matt and I had our own great convo while you were gone. <laughs> like, I feel like that could be our bonus segment. <laughs> I'm out of breath. Yeah. Everything good now? Yeah. The I live in the country, so the neighbor has a couple dogs and they got loose. Ah. They're all friendly, but 
<laughs> so when I when I cut this and edited it back, uh, we left off with uh, you had to go get the dog. <laughs> I don't know if you remember your train of thought. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, I do. I don't know if I have my breath yet, though. <laughs> that's awesome oh uh, we we can relate i can relate anyway you there yeah yeah these guys lost their dog probably about 10 times so far That lose you? No, no, we're here. Oh, okay. We're here. You, 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 right. you had to go get the dog. Now we're back. Yep. And what was it again? I said I knew it. Knew my train of thought. What was? Where were we at? I'm trying to think. We were at. Uh, <laughs> what we were talking Matt, about? No, Matt. Oh, and I, I, talk, talking. I, I, I said I didn't want to say I so many times. You know what I mean? Yes, Correct. Yes, yes. Correct. Yeah. And give credit to everybody else, but talking about downtown right now, and uh, you know, you saying about staying busy and working, and everybody thinks I sold the bar. Hey, how's retirement? You know, like, and I say, like, I'm saying I, but um, I went down. I cleaned the place today. You know what I mean? I went down there and I scrubbed the toilets and mopped the floor and brought the beer up and iced everything down and give them guys a break you know because it's tough what they're doing so i know how tough it is i went down there and gave them a break and then uh you know i usually i cook a few days a week and stuff like that so they can have time to do whatever they need to do as well you know but i like doing it so you know that's a big difference i love doing it so some people get into the business because they want a lots of money or fancy cars and stuff you know what i mean i like the business well you just took my next question away. You, you got into it. I mean, of course you got into it because you want to support yourself, but you didn't get into it to create a franchise to, to make a lot of money, even though you've, I think you, you've achieved a status that you're comfortable with. You got into it because you like what you did. Absolutely. I, like I said, the people, I like being part of everybody's celebration. I like being part of, Somebody, even if it's just somebody who likes the Yankees or the Red Sox and they watch the World Series and their, their team wins at my place. I've partied with the Yankees. I'm a diehard Red Sox fan. You know that. <laughs> but, uh, you know, hey, they're in our division. I live in New York. I get it. You know, and, you know, and the more fun they have, the better it's going to be for me. Maybe, you know, if the Yankees win next year, they'll come back again, you know. So there, there's something to like be the bullet. There's something to be said, though, about being genuinely happy for other people's celebrations, right? Like, what uh, harm is it for you? No, it's it's uh, it's the 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 joy, I guess, or the gratification I get out of the business. You know, it's it's nice to take a vacation and be able to, uh, you know, afford a, a nice vacation or a nice car or whatever, something like that. But that is definitely uh, not on my list. My list is every day what's what's on the calendar and all right their 50th anniversary that's special how you know i got to make sure that this is that this everything's covered and everything's great for them 
you know, and I'm there for every every one of them for for the food. Make sure that the food is right. Make sure this, that, and the other thing. It's how how important are relationships to you? I already know the answer to this, but I wanted to ask you that anyways. Yeah, super, super, super uh, important. I uh, I don't take anything for granted when it comes to friendship. Uh, friendships are special, you know what I mean, and and that's a work that's a work relationship, work friendship. That's a a teammate, you know, if it's sports, um, you know, that's uh, everybody who, who has treated you with respect and wanted good things for you. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, it's nice. Like I get a lot of that in the business, you know, cause it, there's a lot of, uh, misfortune out there where people go through, you know, disease or loss or just fundraising for whatever it might be. I get to also be the spot for that. You know what I mean? And, you know, I dictate the the prices. I dictate this and that and the other thing where um, I've had people come to me saying that I was three times cheaper than the, the place that they got the estimate from the other time. And I wasn't three times cheaper because that's my regular price. I was three times cheaper because it was important that these guys made money for their cause. You know what I mean? And I just wanted to be you know, part, a huge part of that, uh, that help process for them, you know, and they appreciate it. And then, you know what I mean? And, and it goes, it, it does. I mean, I'm not going to say I, I do this as a saint, you know what I mean? I do it with all good intentions, but on the flip side, people appreciate it. And then they're going to, if they want to come out for dinner sometime in the next six months, maybe they'll come see me because they appreciated what we did for them. You know what I mean? I love that because that's that's an intangible that you, you can never measure that and say what you did yielded this return. But you yeah. just you just believe it. Yeah. No, I I just think it's it's good. It's the best way to do it. I even with the uh, competition, you know, people say competition. Some people say you have to be better. Some people say there is none. You know, I like to network with my competition and. I'll be part of their success as well. You know, if the more places that are successful in our immediate area, the the better I will do as well. You know what I mean? Uh, Dan, you were saying how you mentioned family, friends, uh, people who've worked for you, people who worked with you several different times throughout this. It's it's clearly a, a, a part of who you are, the way you look at people in the world. Where's it come from? Do you think? Have you always been like that? Is it, you know, where, where does that come from? Uh, yeah, well, I said I grew up in Gushes. And although a biker bar, they were a, they were a very close group over there. And, and uh, like, if you went over there and they knew you, they hugged you, they loved you, you know, they, they treated you like, like family. And I, I grew up in that atmosphere since I was seven years old. Um, You know, and, and, like I said, I, I was fortunate to to hang around or to know some people from different walks. Um, our school, our high school kind of had two different cafeterias. You know, the the uh, more fortunate people with money would sit on the one side and the, the east side, or the un, you know, the they would sit on the other side. I was lucky enough to be able to go to both cafes and sit down at tables and, you know, be welcomed. You know what I mean? Because I like everybody, man. I like I said, I like people. And if uh, you know, if you can't get along with me, then there's 
that's not my problem. It's your problem because I, like I said, I, I love all kinds of people. We, that's why I go out of town a lot just to make new friendships and stuff. Travel ball is where I got to know Paul and, and a lot of those people a little bit more and, you know, and, and build that foundation too, that that's a life lasting friendship from a lot of people that I would never met. You know what I mean? That's, that's huge, man. That goes a long way. You know what I mean? They're there oh, for you when you need them. Like certain. if something's wrong, just yeah, they and they root for you. You know, you, the more people rooting for you, the better off you're gonna be. How important are sports in your life? I, you know, I had to oh, touch huge. base with yeah, that. yeah, that's huge. That's real huge. I mean, you know, even from uh, you know playing or whatever. You know what I mean? And having you know football and wrestling and and baseball for me and uh, you know my brother as far as he went, you know, and knowing the, the dedication that he had to put in to get to Michigan wrestling, you know what I mean? It's, uh, it's just ridiculous. You know what I mean? But so that teaches you a lot, you know, the, the discipline and the work ethic and the, the commitment, all of those things will help you be better in business. You know what I mean? Um, wrestling is more that, you know, the commitment and the dedication and, um, you know, I mean, and that also refused to lose attitude and stuff. But the more the team sports, you know, football and and baseball and stuff, you, you rely on other people to to help you out almost every pitch or every handoff or every pass. You know what I mean? It's everybody has to be in their spot and stuff like that. And, you know, when somebody does something right, they get rewarded. Of course, you're happy for them. Right. You're cheering for them again. Yeah, You know what I mean? You're rooting for them. And create that bond with people and stuff like that. And, you know, you can uh, ask anybody who's worked for me. I, I think uh, I try to create that, that family atmosphere it's like, like a sports family atmosphere, like a team, you know what I mean? Like where everybody's rooting for everybody else. Like nobody's going to try to undercut or not do their job. So some like say an offensive lineman, I don't like the quarterback. Yeah. I'm going to take this playoff. Let, let him, you know, see what the stars look like or whatever. I can't have that and succeed. You know what I mean? So we got to have everybody on the same page and working for, for the team. But it's huge. I mean, the, the life lessons that you get in sports, I think the best people, the best teammates, you know, the coachable people, the people that put the extra effort in and see the results they get from that extra effort that carries on over to whatever field they get into in business wise. And, now they realize, okay, that extra effort is going to get me this. Understanding that just some like somebody's having a bad day doesn't mean that we both have to have a bad day. And maybe I can help them out a little bit here. You know what I mean? And then maybe down a couple years, that person, somebody, and that helps you. You know, you get so much more for doing the right thing. You know, so sports and business go hand in hand, if you ask me. Yeah, they do. Right? It's all about it's all about people, right? It's all about mm -hmm. people. It, yep. it, You'd, you'd mentioned when we first started talking that you had a lot of people who mentored you kind of coming up. Is that something you do for you, you kind of look at uh, to kind of pass on to other people at this point in your life or, or different points in your life or maybe in the future? I mean, that's something you're like, I, I owe that back kind of thing. For sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've, I've talked to a few people. Um, uh, oh man, if you, 
if you don't mind me saying, um, you know, the diner and horse sets worked for me for eight years. Great guy. Uh, you know, didn't teach them everything. I'm not saying that I teach these people everything, of but right, of course. But I, but, I, but I help them with situations they might not have been in yet. You know what I mean? And then I have, you know, I give them kind of a little bit experience before they get it. Um, the Woodhouse and Corning, Richie was my manager for eight, 10 years. That's a beautiful place. That's our sister He's bar. Killing. Yeah, absolutely. They do a phenomenal job. Zach Skrill. Last week. Zach Skrill killing it as well. Um, he worked for me for about 10 years in the kitchen and he's a, he creates the best food. I mean, I just wish there was a more demand in this area for some of the things that he creates, because I tell you what, he can cook. Um, you know what I mean? So there's, there's a ton of people out there that have worked for me and, um, I was fortunate enough to help them kind of get started and, and establish, you know, and, and when something comes up, Mimi's is another one. When something comes up, I'm able to to walk them through it, you know what I mean? Or to, or to give them that uh, confidence that they might need and stuff like that. But man, it's just a handful. Every person I see that's in business, I always tell them, you know, hey, here's my number. If you need anything, you need any advice, or if you need help filling this out, if you need to know the, you know, the time frame on this, I enjoy it. And, and it's not that I feel like I owe it. I just enjoy the fact that I can help. I can help in a situation that somebody might need it. You know what I mean? You know, Dane, it's it's kind of reminiscent to me of, of something I always talk about, about business and, you know, being a sports guy myself. I'm like, I'm kind of like you. I don't, I, I guess in my businesses, I have competitors, but I don't look at it like that. Mm. I don't, I don't, I don't have, they don't have to lose for me to win, right? Just like in, right. in your world. Exactly. You, you, you don't have to make sure they're closing their doors and suffering for you to win versus sports which you know one team's you know raising the 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 banner or you know putting on the rings or whatever it happens to be and everyone else is a loser right which we all know isn't isn't really true at the end of the day but but that's how we look at it. it's a zero-sum game there's one winner and everyone else didn't accomplish their goal one of the things i love about business is it's like i can win you can win paul can win we can be neighbors we can be in the right. same types of businesses all win together. In fact, to your point, if we're all in the same type of business and we're all winning, if we're all doing well or we're all doing a good job, now our little neighborhood's a place to be, right? It's it's a place for, yep. and then they're going to visit your place and Paul's place. We're all we can all win together. That's one of the things I think gets lost on people who aren't in business or haven't experienced business from maybe your level. It's like I'm not out. To, I'm not out to kill the other guy. I, I, I in in many right. ways. There's nothing better than seeing the other guy win. And and I sure. just think it's interesting to hear you talk about that. And in an old school way, um, it was, you know, it was a thing where um, the, the owners and some of the, the workers would go to Good Times, would go to Old Pioneer, would go to High Bar. They would go to Chuck Bars. They would go to these places, you know what? And they would return the favor because they like, they, they saw us go support them. So they're like, all right, we're going to see you guys on, Tuesday. Tuesday's our slow day. We'll be over there on Tuesdays, you know. And, you know, that's like you like you said, man, if everybody's can just help out a little bit, you know, it's just better for everybody because when they bring five people over to your place and spend three hours, that's a nugget. That's your water bill. That's your cable bill. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. I mean, that's a nugget. You know, you gotta take all those nuggets that you don't plan on like that. And then, you know, and maybe 
it just works out. It just in the long run, it's gonna help you, you know, get through it. And also uh some of the people that we networked with like that also gave me advice, you know what I mean? And and you know, us uh Marty Qualley over there and them guys, the pioneer and stuff, you know, it's just I just remember so many stories that that helped me out. There's so many situations that I've seen them go through where I was like, all right. But not all were good, though. I'll say this. I mean, I, I learned a lot of lessons from others that did things that kind of hurt them. You know, mm-hmm. like um, yeah. there's a few few uh, bars that would, you know, Round and Third or Zamboni's was next to the arena. There would be bars from three miles up the road coming and handing out free drinks and free appetizers and stuff to in my place. And rather than me throw that person out, like, yo, hey, what are you doing? You know what I mean? This is, you got your own place. You got your own neighborhood. Don't come down giving out free drinks to my place. I would just talk to the people that gave free drinks. And I said, would you like me to buy that, that chip from you? And they're like, nah, you can have it. So I would take all the tips. I'd go over to their place and have a, have a nice afternoon with my friends. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That is good. <laughs> so, I mean, it, you can't get mad. Like you get mad and you can scold somebody and you can do all these things or whatever in this business. Uh, in this business, it's, it, it can uh, rub people the wrong way. And, you know, and I have enough problems. I already have, I already have that resting face where I don't look pretty and stuff like that. People already think I'm mad. So, you know, I, <laughs> I got to prove them wrong plenty. that's funny do you you think if if you were 18 years old 20 years old today do you think it'd be easier or harder to get started because i I feel personally people lose perspective today with what adversity is like when things go bad like would it be easier or harder for you in your opinion well i i I think it would be easier just the fact of the um you know the uh social media and the different, you know, avenues that you can reach out to these days and, and get the support. And uh, it's just so much information out there. You know what I mean? Like now if somebody wants to know, Hey, what do I do here? How do I make this? I mean, there, there's so many crackpot chefs and, and stuff like this now, you know what I mean? It's because it's just the information's out there, but it does. I don't think it matters the decade you were brought up in or whatever. If, if you have that, desire that you want to be the best or that you want to do something extremely well then you'll be fine you know you'll you'll learn through the hard times you'll learn you'll roll with the punches and you'll be able to figure it out because you'll always want to move forward you know so you've sold the restaurant right uh yeah are you are you allowed to talk about any of the projects you're currently involved in because i know you're not just i know you're sitting on your porch tonight but that this isn't an average <laughs> night for you no like i said i went down there and put my eight hours in and and had fun i did some research when i came home and, and stuff like that uh i never stopped researching um and when i go when i go out of town like say a ball game or when we went to these different areas that we we're so lucky to go to for softball and stuff, I was taking pictures. I was writing notes, you know, and I have so many notes and so many, so much information from other places like, Oh, 
because like if they do something right, I'm like, okay, I haven't been in, I haven't reached this goal yet. But if I do reach this goal, then I'm going to have to, you know, take a little bit of this and, and try to implement that so that uh, it makes it easier. You know, just the flow of the business and certain things like that. But um, so that's how it helped me. And uh, um, yeah, I was fortunate enough for this new venture that got, I wasn't going to stand still. I, I sold it to give Marxy an opportunity to be the boss, to earn his money. He's, he's my manager for 17 years. He's my best friend. And, you know, it. I get great gratitude out of him being successful. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll find more work. You know what I mean? I'll find something. Um, I, so I took a year off without really engaging a lot. You know what I mean? But I kept my ear close to the ground and stuff. And there was somebody reached out to me and um, I was, I was super, uh, you know, super uh, impressed with the ideas that they had and all. And, uh, you know, through the interview interview process, when they chose me, I was, I was blown away with uh, gratitude. You know what I mean? I just thought that there were other people that were more qualified to, to do it, I guess, you know, just not more qualified, but more knowledgeable. They had more years of schooling and all these things and stuff like that, but they might be able to speak better. I make up my own languages. Sometimes I got words that don't exist. <laughs> yeah. I love, but, uh, I love your Facebook posts when you do that. By the way. <laughs> you know, so I, I don't know if I was the most personal and uh, qualified person. And, you know, when you, not that you uh, don't think you can do it, because I know I can, but I just, you know, sometimes you look at the people going through an interview process like, yeah, I don't have a chance here. You know what I mean? But you really do. You know, you really do. I mean, don't ever count yourself out because it doesn't matter if you look at somebody and say, man, they got the, they got the total package. They're, they're going to succeed. Da, da, da. You can, it don't, you don't have to have that package. You know, people are looking for all different types, you know, all kinds of different mm -hmm. ways to succeed. And these guys were looking for somebody who, um, you know, has my kind of <laughs> my skill set and my experience and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, where the Chuck Clark's building is down there, right between the Clemens Center and the arena, which is going to turn into a beautiful um, alley type way. Like I would guess I would explain it like the commons up in Ithaca. I mean, there's so many projects that are being developed right now that will come after this project even you know there's two other beautiful projects that are going to wow. be a great addition to this in that direct area um so that area is going to be a place to come place elmira let's not beat around the bush either right like elmira hasn't been a destination downtown in a long time i mean a lot of a lot of my south side friends a lot of my elmira free academy people like i'm not going to name any names but they're all up in horse sets or somewhere so you know what i mean <laughs> Yeah, I know. I, you're right. You're right. <laughs> so, uh, so I mean, I think I think Mr. Capriati, um, he's incredible. The, the businesses that the the properties that he has acquired in the not just the, he's not buying properties like you say just to make money off from rental income. He's buying them to create something. You know what I mean? He's he's trying to create. Uh, new life to the city and stuff like that. And um, he's got, I can't speak on all the things he has going on, but it's a brilliant idea and it's 
um, beautiful for the city of downtown Elmira. I'll say that, you know, it's, it's uh, everything that Elmira should want and it's everything that any city would want. And then it'll, it'll, this will turn Elmira into a destination again. It, Elmira will be, Elmira, I, I mean, I'm not this not corny or anything, but Elmira will be a popular destination. It, it will, it will be where people come when they come visit the Finger Lakes and, and stuff like that, or the people in the. Wow, that's great! I'm telling you, um, they're putting this place is gonna have uh, upper tier deck that overlooks the whole Clement Center area. You know, the center town area there, um, a gaming area with a lot of different games. You know, not not a couple pinball machines or nothing, but it's gonna have uh, top of the line. You know activities and stuff for people to do Good. open air seating for you know at least 120 garage doors you know open air garage doors uh three different sections i mean it's a it's a very 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 extensive project they're putting a lot of money into it a lot they've already put a lot of work into it with the architects and the and the drawings and the funding and all of that um yeah it's exciting i can't wait my, my, I mean, my students have met Mr. Capriati. We've, we've seen firsthand a lot of the stuff he's doing. It's amazing. I, I see Elmire trending up, but it's amazing how many people will just post how trashy everything is and how they just hate with no investment. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that, doesn't that blow your mind? Nobody with any dog in the fight. Like it just blows my mind. The amount of people that want other people to fail in life in general. And and you brought it early. You got into all this because you like to celebrate other people's celebrations. Right. Absolutely. You know, and uh, I've been on the receiving end of a lot of that negativity. You know what I mean? Uh, the the first business I had on Oak Street is a hard place to go. You know what I mean? It's uh, Zamboni's a younger crowd. I mean, you we, we we all get the paper back in the day. It was there were some things that are uncontrollable sometimes, and you have to feel the heat. Like it, that was none of it was my fault. But it happened in my place, so I have to feel the heat and uh, mm. just try to turn it around and, and put a positive spin on it. You know what I mean? Yeah, Elmira has a bunch of negative things that are going on, and so does every other city. You know? And yeah, um, I agree. I agree. Every but, every and everyone's got something to say about wherever they live. No matter where I've mm. been, everyone's right bagging bagging on wherever they grew up. It's 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 universal. But you know, there is a lot. I think there. To, to offer and i'm not familiar with this project i can't i gotta learn more about it and i you know i have four locations in elmira the better elmira does the happier yeah. i am you know selfishly from that standpoint but i spent a lot of years working in elmira I, nobody wants to see elmira do well uh you know i mean i i definitely want to see it do well for just for for elmira and the community right and uh i'm i've been obviously uh real I guess, advocator for downtown Elmira. You know what I mean? I I wanted to succeed. I, I tried the Alive of Five stuff and all this. You know, I go to support all the other ones. Uh, do we do anything we can to to be a plus, to be a positive for whatever is going on in Elmira? Um, you know, but I think with this new project coming and the, the couple projects that are coming after it, it's going to, like I said, it's going to, be a positive, a real positive influence that's going to help the, the LECOM people that are coming in. You know, we're, we're starting to get some out-of-town people in, in downtown Elmira and stuff like that are, you know, not there for a full 
lifespan and they're just for a you know a short short term and stuff so they're gonna go back with something positive about Elmira rather than you know some people saying how what a bad experience or how dead it was or the empty store buildings Mr. Capriati is filling a lot of those buildings um there's other people as well that that I'm not as, as familiar with but uh Elmira's got a lot of walking a lot of pedestrian traffic yeah. now and that is huge. You know, I've been to all these meetings. I was on these meetings when I was in downtown Elmira on the board back in 99. You know what I mean? And it, the, you know, parking, there's parking, da, 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 and, and all that. Yeah. We don't have the best, you know, infrastructure for parking. Obviously, that's a given. We all know that. And Round and Third has been one of the busiest places in this county for 20 years with no parking. You know, if it's if it's a quality destination, there's parking. People will find it and they'll just have to, you know, they might have to walk a half a block or something. But, you know, there's the pedestrian traffic was the number one goal that I always thought that would, would get Elmira on the map and, and bring us back around, you know, to the pot where people would want a storefront and people would want a business down here. And that's come together with the help of LECOM and, you know, and colleges and, and other working professionals that, you know, want to live downtown Elmira. I mean, it's a beautiful view. It's a beautiful area. It's just, you know, it's the rap. We got to kick the rap, the bad rap, mm -hmm. and uh, turn it around. A lot of haters. Uh, a lot of haters. Hey, I got to switch gears a little. Do you still cook the best jambalaya in the, the county? <laughs> <laughs> I do, in my opinion. I mean, it, I love how I cook it. And, and um, every event, I'll have people call me and, and – you know, request that I make the jambalaya and stuff and they won't come unless I make the jambalaya. So I, I try to make it as, as often as possible, but we actually had some, some real Louisianans and, um, you know, I mean, they're so deep into Louisiana that it was hard to understand a simple sentence. <laughs> so they don't use the red sauce down there. They got all over me because I put a, I put a little red sauce in there and stuff. Really? Ice. They got all over me, but I had their jambalaya, and mine's better. There's, there's might be authentic, but mine's better. Did they like <laughs> yours? They did. They did. Okay. Yeah. Hey, you, you said something to me. I don't know if it was a text or a while ago, because I mean, we've, you know what I teach, and we talk about it a lot on the podcast, where I get to select kids and and have a great experience. You, you mentioned to me one time that it would be really cool if we had the same experience for underprivileged kids because sometimes I feel like those are the kids that, that have the drive. They just need the mentorship and the know-how because I, I think it, it it's hit. I don't even know where I'm going with the question, but I think about it daily. Well, I, Dane. I think about, I, I know where you're going and um, you know, it's the people who are able to get into the new visions are, are amazing kids that have earned their spot in the, uh, right. Know, very qualified and and this and that and the other thing but I'm, i just think that there is a group out there that if you gave them something business-wise you know like everybody says hey the you know i grew up on the east side or whatever the the bad section in elmire or whatever and you know everybody's talking about build a park build another basketball court build a ernie davis center for sports build, yeah, build an incubator works right yeah absolutely i mean it's cool to to you know, they think the, the sports are going to take them off the streets. That's just a place to gather, man. I, I hate to tell you, 
but the court's just a place to gather and, and stuff like that. It's not teaching them anything and none of them are going pro. You know what I mean? We need some real kind of workshops and some people that are willing to mentor. I know uh, my friend Willie Owens is trying to do some things like that, you know, and uh, on the east side, he has some groups that he works with and stuff like that. And they're they're making some progress with, with the youth and all that stuff. But yeah, I mean, there's people that have been in business that I wish I wish there was I wish somebody had the money to make the place. I know they could get the people that would be willing to teach. You know what I mean? And uh, I know there would be people that would be very eager to learn, you know, and I think it'd be a good thing for everybody. Well, I, I just want I don't even remember when you talked to me about it, but I think about it daily because, you know, whether I I do this one, two, three, four more years, I won't be like you. I'm, I'm not going to stop doing things. And right. I I think sometimes capitalism and business and entrepreneurship can be utilized more by the people that don't have it than the people that, that grow up around it. I, I just sure. think I think they they mm. yearn for it more. And I think about that a lot. So we'll see yeah. what happens in the future, because I, I, there's a couple of resources right here that could, could yeah, help us. For sure. for sure. I mean, and you read all the stories and or hear the stories about on ESPN, somebody, a basketball player, football player, soccer player, whatever. They came up from a tough upbringing and their number one score and they're great with other people now and they're doing things for kids and they're helping out the community. Well, th that could happen in business just as well and, and more often than it can in sports. I mean, not everybody's going to be able to go to the NBA or the, or the, or the pros and be able to give back to the community, but business, business people can, you know, they can pass that knowledge down and stuff, that experience. Yeah. I've been well, a proponent of this for since the beginning with Paul and look, like you said, Dan, I mean, these kids all earn their spots. It's not a shot at them by any yeah. of the kids in there. But I'll tell you, when I was in high school, I wouldn't have been. I Paul wouldn't have selected me to get in. I can promise you that. You know, I wouldn't have I got. Wouldn't... I wouldn't have got my own program. <laughs> <laughs> but but, I'm but, it, but it's 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 true. And and you know, there's. I think there's so much opportunity out there for, for kids who aren't getting to see it. And and businesses, it's it's different. You don't have to. You know, you got to have that desire like you talked about earlier, Dane. You don't have to be an A student to be, you know, to be a great business person, a great entrepreneur. In fact, I would argue most of the time great business people are the C students. They're the hustlers. They're the, you know, they're, they're the ones look at see things maybe a little bit different and a little little bit, you know, opportunities a little bit differently. You know, I, I think I read recently most A students end up working for um, government. Most B students end up working for corporations. And C students are yours. I don't, you know, I, I read it somewhere. I don't, I don't know. That's it could funny. all be made up, but it resonated with me. I, I definitely hear you. I mean, it's like you said, it's the hustle and, and the desire and all that stuff. But I mean, I think different types of people bring different types of value. You know what I mean? The A student, the B student, the, the rich person, the not so rich person. Um, like one of the things that I, I've learned because I've been around so many people is not not really knowing somebody or whatever, but just feeling people out. You know what I mean? And uh, noticing a group that is is doing the right thing, and you know, and, and making sure that they feel welcome. Th those little things where you can read people, or where you can uh, 
notice the intangibles of a business rather than just the figures, just the profit margin and stuff like that. You know, I think the intangibles are what give you that longevity. Yeah, good point. Good point. I think there's opportunity there, though. I, I do. I, I think there really is for that. And, and uh, but it's going to take some people who want to want to help provide it. Right. Yeah. Well, listen. Be excited to oh, see. No, it. go ahead. No, I just be I'd be ecstatic to see it someday. That's all. I think about it a lot. I mean, not that that means anything. I mean, you have to take action. Oh, it does absolutely. That means that <laughs> that means if it, if it comes up, you know, I mean, we all yeah. want to, but we don't have that great opportunity. I mean, yeah, we, like you said, we help you help your students, and we help the we all help the people in our lives that we can. But there's a lot more people to reach, you know. And if somebody has some and wants to put that to work in the right way. There's a lot of mentors out there that would gladly jump in, I think. Well, listen, we've gone over an hour. I mean, we, we told you we wouldn't, we wouldn't stick well, with you this long. Well, the dog incident. Me chasing my dogs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot about that. So uh, did I. <laughs> we, and you know, it, Matt and I had such a good talk. We may or may not cut that out. I'm just letting you know right now. I mean, uh, well, good. I'm glad I, the show went on. I did. I hate yeah. it. I was so embarrassed. But hey. <laughs> but I'll tell you, Dane. Uh, this was fun. I I know I asked you a while back. We all get busy. We'd love to have you on. I mean, Matt and I. So we're not going anywhere with this. Like uh, episode hundred is going to be at the Keg and Barrel up at Cuca Lake. We're just really? going to keep going. Yeah, we're just going to keep going. And we, we'd love to have you back on as frequent as you want to come on because you're as authentic as they come. I, I told you this conversation would be so much fun. I didn't even realize it was an hour, but I know I didn't either. I almost yawned on camera. I go, I know it's getting late. <laughs> well, I appreciate rapping to you guys and, and thank you for inviting me. I, I had fun. And and you yeah. know what? And I think we touched on a lot of things that could that could be useful yes. to people. I hope, you know, so hey. That's the point. One of the points. Right. At some point, you know, it'd be more fun with this actually getting together in person, which we don't do enough of. Well, uh, the Centertown Social, which we're working hard on and getting around that corner, uh, we're going to try to do that the first of the year. So, you know, keep keep your eyes out. We'll see what happens. There's always something. But, you know, that's that's our goal. Dane, we appreciate it. Thank you. All right. All right, see ya.